Welcome to the Level Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And Andre. I could not get you to stop talking. What a woman speak. Do you see what I'm saying? How to break through with your spouse, your partner. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. How did you handle this? The man's kind of got it good. I feel like you're getting off on a little bit of soapbox. This is me rolling my eyes. This is really great. I really... Rolling. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Lover Work Podcast. This is Jeff. And I'm Andre. And we are on a two-year journey to ask the question, is it possible for both of us to live out our purpose and dream in life and stay in love and raise a family? Yes. And you can follow us at loverwork on Instagram or online uh, at loverwork.com. So today is going to be super fun. We have uh, great friends, Jeremy and Shannon Cowart. And uh, Jeremy, you would know him as being a photographer. He's founder of The Purpose Hotel and also founder of Help Portrait. And Shannon, his wife, is a realtor in Nashville. And The Purpose Hotel is a, a, a soon-to-be hotel that every level of that place is going to be about purpose. Right. So from the soaps to the bedding to the all the things will have some story behind it and be integrated into a community internationally or locally. Right. That supports other other things. Other so organizations. Yep. It's going to be really incredible. Uh, we're going to talk more about that in, in just a few minutes. Uh, three things I want you to be looking for in this interview. Listening for? Yes. Good job. Three You're things gonna get it I would like for you to be listening for include. Number one, purpose babies. I knew you were going to go there. Purpose Jeff babies. Jeff always tries to talk about sex in every interview, y'all. Just listen. Number two, that's at the very end, which will be great. Uh, number two, marriage advice via Anchorman. <laughs> yes, they do love Anchorman. They love Anchorman. <laughs> and number three, I love this uh, that Shannon said. When the phone rings, I want it to be Jeremy. So here it is, uh, our interview, our time that we spent with Jeremy and Shannon Coward. Jeremy and Shannon, we're so glad you're with us today. How about we just start with your love story? How y'all met? How you? How this came to be? Sure. So we met in college 22 years ago. We've been married 19 years this summer. That's yeah. right, right? Mm-hmm. We first met at a football. No, we first met when I was leading worship, actually, for a college uh, college event. And uh, it, worship was done, to be fair. And me and my buddy were <laughs> still on stage afterwards, but just goofing off, probably playing like something dumb, something to impress the ladies. And... Uh, I noticed Shannon, and uh, I was a fan, and uh, walked out afterwards to <laughs> say hi. I think it was her roommate that ended up saying hi. And then uh, uh, we saw each other a few days later at a football game, and um, we both got there by ourselves, and uh, we're kind of forced to talk to each other. It was an intramural football game, so we are just there to watch some friends. We were forced to talk to each other. You wanted to talk of to Of course me. I wanted to talk to you. But, you know, I mean, nobody else was there. Uh, anyway, so we hit it off that night. She threw a beautiful spiral uh, football, which that's obviously reason to fall in love with a with a woman. Uh, and we, uh, I don't know, ended up chatting later that night. Uh, we had, it turns out we lived in the same apartment complex, and that night she was. Um, there were some guys, I guess, below that uh, were doing something that were, I guess, scary. So she called me. 
to basically they were just to basically and I was there by myself. It wasn't and then they came and knocked on my door. So I just got really nervous. So she called and, to bring the gun show over. Basically. And the probably hundred and fifty pound gun show. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I came over and, and saved the day. Uh, and uh, yeah, we we hit it off and she was still dating somebody at the time. But I think she'd been looking for a reason to break no, up. No, I hadn't. He it's, was he was awful. He was a terrible person. Oh my gosh, talking. <laughs> That's awful. He is not a terrible person. It just, just wasn't kidding. right. Anyway, like two weeks it. later, I I did break up with him, and then like two weeks later, we started dating, and then three years later, we got married. And I'm sorry for all the bird sounds. I don't know what to do about that. If y'all can hear that, <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> So you get Bert. you get married and so it's um, kind of young, right? Twenty, yeah. yeah, young twenties, yeah. 20s, yeah. 20, 22, Shoot, 22. no, nineteen when we met. Yeah, and then twenty-two 20. when we got married. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway. then you guys have kids. How many kids do you have? We have four kids. We have Adler, who's twelve, and then Isley, our daughter, is ten, and then we have Eli, who is seven, and Ebby, who is six. And Ebby and Eli are from Haiti. We adopted them and brought them home three years ago oh, in May. Yeah, and I know that I, I know that that was quite a process for y'all because um, you had been going to Haiti to visit. It kind of took longer, is that right? And then so we actually ended up being scammed um, with our first agency, and so we had to go through a lot of legal process to make sure our kids were even adoptable. And so from when you first thing. met them to mm-hmm. when they finally came home with you, how long was that period? It was three, almost three years to the day. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, there are other families who have walked much harder journeys and are still in the process. It was just a really heartbreaking situation all the way around. Um, but we are glad to have them home now and in our family now. Mm-hmm. These, and they're younger than the other two. So how has that transition been kind of having them come into their your family like more as older children than what you had originally expected? It was a lot harder, if I'm being honest, than I expected. You can go to all the conferences and read all the books and have all the coffee dates with other adoptive parents, but until you're walking through it with your children and your family and the dynamics of everybody's situation, um, I don't really think you can prepare uh, for that first year. Um, But then I think we kind of found our normal, maybe, would you say, after that first year? And it's gotten a lot better, and every year that passes, we get better and stronger, and I just look forward to, you know, how they're growing and who they're becoming. We're all a work in progress, so. That's right. Um, Jeremy, you obviously over the last probably 10-ish years, maybe more, I mean, I think your photography has gained a significant platform, and people watch what you're doing. I'm curious... um, Shannon, as you've been along that journey, I want to hear what your perspective is in that. Like, has it been something that you've celebrated or just curious how that's affected you in the midst of that journey? Yeah, that's a great question. I, um, I can honestly say it has been a tremendous joy in my life to celebrate Jeremy and his success and the adventures we've been on because of his ideas and his pursuit and passions for life, you know, being better or being different or whatever it's looked like. He's, um, he's an idea guy. He always has been. And 
I love to champion that in him because our life is certainly an adventure. We don't have a five-year plan. You know, I don't, um, it's just kind of been an exciting way of living life for us. It feels like a journey that I don't know how it's going to end. And I like that. There's definitely seasons for Andre and I, I'm an idea guy too. So where Andre's like, that's enough ideas, Jeff. Like, let's move on. <laughs> let's just see this Oh, one. yeah. No, I mean, let's be real. I definitely, like, help him shelve the ones that don't need to <laughs> come to Most life. Of but, them. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, he'll tell you I'm the first one to say, eh, maybe let's just keep thinking about that one a little longer, you know, mm-hmm. and not. Or not thinking about it again. Or not thinking about it ever again. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I feel like because he does have so many ideas and we've been through so much life and I know where his heart is. I feel like I've probably got a good position to be able to speak into him what has value and what maybe doesn't. And so I feel like we partner through his ideas together in that way. Um, so it's for me who I'm not an idea person. I feel like a tag along, you know, with this life he's kind of created for us. Um, but I do think we're doing it together. You know, gosh, there's certainly hard days and times where he's traveled and I've been solo parenting for a while or whatever that I get frustrated at whatever project. And I'm like, you know, not always just thrilled, but, you know, I'm, I, I love this life we live. So what would you add to that, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, she's been a, an amazing champion. She's the one who first told me when I came home one day, I was like, I think I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and start a graphic design company. She was like, okay, that sounds awesome. You know, a lot of wives would not would not jump at that uh, opportunity to quit your very uh, comfortable job. And so, and then when I quit that design company, which is very successful to become a photographer, uh, once again, she was like, all right, let's do this. So she's always... Um, supported me in that way uh but like she said there's always she's always super honest about ideas when i speak on stages i always talk about how she uh you know come home with a big idea and she's like oh that's awesome Uh, i'm gonna run to target will you take out the trash i'll be back in a little while i'm like did you hear anything i just told you um you know uh and so but there's been two ideas i've told her about over the years that has, uh, has made her cry. And those that was Help Portrait and The Purpose Hotel. Hmm. And so uh, it's been awesome to to have her support in that. Talk further at that. So it feels like that was maybe a moment for the two of you that it, you found much deeper purpose in what you were doing. Yeah, I just remember when I had the idea for The Purpose Hotel, like, you know, came home, uh, we were in L.A., and I came home thinking, like, oh, my gosh, she's going to think this one is just ridiculous. Like, heck no, we're not going to build a freaking hotel. Um, and so I was fully expecting a uh, a, a not great response. Um, but I told her the super quick vision, and I think she started crying and just immediately loved it. And uh, Yeah. Which is always such sweet confirmation for me to... Yeah, I just remember immediately being able to see the potential for global impact. And I felt a lot of potential to actually make a change in the world. And um, I just remember telling him, you know, encouraging him as much as I could throughout that time to, you know, he needed to try it, at least just try it. I did tell him, like, if we get to the end of our life and you haven't at least tried this, that's gonna, (laughs) it's gonna be like the one idea you had that I would be sad about that we didn't try. 
So we're going for it. We're building a hotel. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so Shannon, uh, in the last year or two, is that when you kind of um, started working and pursuing your own career or has have you been working kind of all along through Jeremy's crazy pursuits and ideas and quitting jobs and all of that? I've come to a place of just kind of feeling like I'd lost my identity of being just Jeremy's wife and an adoptive mom and um, that's all anyone ever talked to me about was how we were doing and I was just tired of talking about how we were doing and um, I knew that at one point in time in my life, I would do real estate. I had come to love it because HGTV, bless, and <laughs> I uh, had just kind of fallen in love with it. And um, so I guess third time's the charm. I'm on my third career and I love it and hope this is what I do for the rest of my life. So has it been like this all fulfilling, all good thing? Or do you feel also any tension with that with not being oh, with gosh. the kids? Yeah, certainly. It's... um. You know, in real estate, you're a bit at the uh, mercy of your buyer's schedule or seller's schedule and um, certainly missed family events or just even just sitting with my family. And that's been hard. So we're kind of in the process of we were just talking about it last night, actually, about trying to figure out just being more intentional with our time and having better boundaries, both of us with work and clients and what that needs to look like because by all means our family does come first and there have been moments where we've had to sacrifice that and I just want to find a place where we don't have to sacrifice that so we're we're in pursuit of that if you've got any tips let me know and if we figure it out I'll let you know (laughs) the tip is it's a constant conversation I think for us like it's never an easy there's seasons of it and you always have to go back to it and go back to it and go back to it yeah um, I'm curious, is- I'm curious, Jeremy, as you've seen within her, like what you've seen within her and how it's affected even your interaction together in marriage as she's found this, you know, thing that she's excited about and giving her new energy and work and all that. Like, how has that um, changed, changed things for the two of you? Yeah, it's been, um, it's been incredible. I've tried to support her uh, just as well as she supported me and I'm definitely her biggest cheerleader and um just immensely proud of her um and let's let's just be real it's super fun not being the sole provider anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's there's such a stress as as any creative knows of freelancing and you know it's always uh you know it's always feast or famine for sure and so the stability that, that that she's brought has been amazing um but you know, there are, it is hard to like being a real estate agent. I kind of feel like she's a doctor. She's always on call. And, you know, if somebody needs her at, you know, 7 PM to go see a house or especially Saturdays and Sundays, you know, with when I'm with, when that's really our two days to, to be with the kids and to really have family time. But that's also when most people want her to show houses. And so that's, that's hard, but at the same time, that's very much, I think at least for the moment worth it i don't i don't know long term it's just going to get harder and harder i think for both of us as we get busier um but yeah i think right now you know ultimately comes down to like every morning making the best decisions for that day like how do we who's at home when are we home how do we most or best well manage this day i don't think there's any greater like uh strategy you know a lot of people like what are what is your strategy how do you do the work balancing and it's always to me 
one day at a time, yeah. just one week at a time. How do you, how do you most be present, um, which we're still figuring out quite, quite frankly. Yeah. And I think at least for me, like I'm just constantly gauging pace and what we're doing and what we're saying yes to and trying to say no to more things to leave margin in our calendar and margin in our, um, sort of in our family's space. And, uh, yeah, I think we're like, like we've said now, just sort of constant conversation and even talking with our kids, they've been amazing. Um, we have a very open and honest dialogue always going with our kids about life and, you know, all facets of it. And just recently we had a great conversation with our oldest daughter, um, and son about what they've been seeing and what sort of our home life feels like to them and what changes might need to take place. And thankfully they're able to, you know, be honest and say, yeah, we've noticed this, we've noticed that, and we don't like this. We don't like that. And so just trying to always have that conversation going with them included. Um, so we're mindful of really what our family is doing, what everybody's thinking and just trying to balance it all. Keep everyone happy. I do think that's good, though, about the asking the kids thing. I think I'm sure there are many people listening that are like, oh, I don't think I want to ask. I don't want kids. my kids' opinion on this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that they're like, I know what they're going to say, say the blatant truth yeah. that I don't really want to hear. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh, but it's so important. It was it was really great. We just had that conversation like a week ago, right? And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, we've always had conversations about life going, especially with our older two through the adoption process, how they were doing and just making sure we're navigating our family's life. Well, I think it's important to keep your kids included in that conversation. Jeremy, I'm interested. Um, so you've had the opportunity to, to photograph some very famous people, celebrities in our culture, um, but the reality is you probably have seen you have seen behind the camera, right? Behind the scene of these people that have probably been wrestling with this love or work tension that we're talking about. And I don't want you to say any names, but I'm curious um, what you've experienced um, or taken away from those lives that you've interacted with positively and negatively of how you want to apply uh, and things you want to apply to your family and marriage. I don't know if anyone's ever asked you this question before. No, definitely not. I mean, I don't know if there's anything I'd take away in regards to marriage. Um, well, except for, I can say his name because I'm about to compliment him, but Garth Brooks, for some reason, came to mind. He uh, he just really uh, love, loves his wife well. And uh, every time I've, I did, I think, seven shoes with him last year, and he'd often get a call from Trisha and, when they'd hang up, he'd be like, you know, I'm in love with you, right, baby? You know, like, <laughs> that was their way of saying goodbye, and I just thought that was so amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, like, all of these celebrities are just, you know, I'm just always amazed at their humanity and normalness, and, you know, they really are just like me and you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, al- it's always interesting. Um I'm always amazed to it, the insecurity, you know, the, I don't know. It's just, it's just super interesting. They are, they're all, everybody hates the camera. Nobody likes having their pictures taken. Um, 
it's just uh, it's always fun. I got to shoot Thomas Rhett just two days ago, and he was he was really sweet, very kind guy. Um, but I enjoy it. You know, it's fun. It's fun to get to know these people behind their personas. Uh, there's also been seasons I know that you've shot in these environments after natural disasters and in really challenging situations, and the complete opposite, right? Of people that maybe they're, um, I don't know, maybe most challenging moments in life. Um, yeah, I'm curious how that's, if you've learned anything about that in the midst of this too, this conversation of um, maybe a reminder of, of what, what to value in life. Obviously those, th- those things are educating me and informing me over the long haul, like so many of my ideas and vision stem from those trips and the people I've talked to and the, the character, I guess, that it's created in me, the, the love of the poor and people in need and just always wanting to do something. Um, you know, there's always the organizations like World Vision, Red Cross, Compassion. We always need money. We always need hands to build. We always need corporations to, to step in. But we also need new thinkers. You know, I like to think about Tesla, you know, what, you know, Tesla's reinventing Puerto Rico's power grid. You know, that's like the extremely <laughs> uh, rock star version. But in a small frame, in a small way, I, I think that we just need creative individuals to also respond. And so, um, I don't know, all these experiences, meeting people in third world countries and doing these projects just uh, continually inform me. And those trips never leave you. I mean, I probably think of these experiences every day. Uh, to some degree, I would think. Um, so, yeah. So, Shannon, uh, how does it feel to be Jeremy's wife? Because <laughs> I uh, am often, often just Jeff's wife. That's real. Let's get real. I'm, yeah. I'm often Jeff's wife. Uh, so, yeah, how's that feel? How's that been, that journey just for you? Yeah. I'm really curious to hear your answer to that question. What it's like to be Jeff's wife, and <laughs> she'll give her answer after. after oh, I you. could go okay, all day. Okay, okay. I'm just. I, I wasn't saying you go first, yeah. but anyway, I. I mean, I just feel like we should probably get together for coffee. Is what yes, I'm saying. let's you know? do that for sure. Um, yeah. No, it's interesting being Jeremy's wife because. Um. I don't know. I mean. I guess he has a little bit of celebrity kind of about him. You know, people people know him. <laughs> and so it's we, we weird. Quote, we quote Anchorman as often as we can. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people know me. But anyway, I, um, you know, it's, it's a little odd when I can tell people are kind of maybe a fan or – you know, they just are excited to meet, meet me because I'm connected to him or whatever. Um, but honestly, he's so down to earth and not, not like celebrity in my mind or whatever. Like, um, I think people might think that it just, it feels sort of odd. And I'm like, he's just Jeremy, you know, silly and stupid and fun. And I don't stupid. know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, can I quote that right now on Twitter but I mean I mean like we're stupid like we're, we're just goofy. yeah we're goofy and I don't know um probably botching this answer terribly but I just um 
he's just such a normal down to earth person. And so real, like it just is um, weird when people approach me kind of from that perspective of him being, you know, whatever celebrity photographer, whatever. Um, she loves all our mini leather bound books in our bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, that's, I think that's the awkward thing in this. And this is the reason why Andre is asking that question is I think sometimes we interact with people that, you know, in the society that we're in today right now, um, celebrates celebrity status, right? And and um, to the point where it makes other people awkward. And then and there's these moments that make it awkward as a family because it's like, I mean, a- anyone that knows knows you guys, um, knows the two of you, or knows Jeremy even individually, it's like he's he is not um, different than any other person you'd meet. He has different ideas. He has different, you right. know, he pursues things differently. But then there's these weird moments in our society that then in a weird way can negatively impact your relationship, which is weird, right? It It is weird. It makes these weird moments, right? Were you going to say something, Jeremy? Yeah, it's funny that we're having this discussion because just an hour ago, somebody commented on my Instagram. They said, uh, I posted about one of our kids and they said, it's amazing that your children aren't jaded by your celebrity. And I'm like, what are you talking about? First of all, I hate the word celebrity. None of us are celebrities. Like a celebrity to me is a person who can walk through an airport and everybody in the airport knows who they are. Like that's Taylor Swift. That's like there needs to be a new word like, you know, sub celebrity of some kind sort. of known in a really small market and a really <laughs> in one country in a really niche, I'm you know, Christian celebrity. World. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're right. like there needs to be other words and uh, and so anyway, that's a whole different I thing. I liked all those words you just but said. But then the idea that, you know, my kids would be jade like I'm just dad, you know? Like mm. my kids know nothing else than me. So I just thought that was a strange Strange comment. I have a funny story. Are um, you going to tell me what I think? No, I'm not going to tell you what you think, uh, but I think there's a funny story. Uh, when I wrote my first book, there was somebody that came up to Andre and started talking to her about um, a story of ours, like a family story of ours of Andre and I. Yes. And Andre was like, wait, who are you and how do you know this story about us? Andre, Andre doesn't didn't really want to read my book in general. I don't even think I did. So it was at that point. It was just this funny experience like, oh, you know something about yeah. me. Anyway, it's just Oh, it's so weird. We'll be out in like Target and people will come up and talk to my youngest daughter cuz they recognize our family and I'm like, I'm sorry. Stranger danger, you don't <laughs> know us. So I love that. Stranger um, danger. I mean, politely, you yeah, know, but yeah. it's just it is odd the sort of liberties people take just because they recognize our family here in our little bitty corner of the world, you know, yeah, yeah. not niche everything, else, but anyway, well, <laughs> in fun. the, in the midst of your story, the two of you, I'm curious, I'd love for you to take us back to a moment when the scheduling didn't work. Mm. The scheduling didn't work. Jeremy might've been on some crazy shoot in some place. I just take us back to that moment. Like the high, the high, uh, in, like tension, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, attention moment, and then how you guys dealt with that and what changed from it. <laughs> well, it probably wasn't pretty. Probably wasn't mm-hmm. dealt with really healthily. <laughs> um, um, yeah. I remember seeing this is years ago. I, th- I want to say it was like flipping channels and saw some random thing on like how to deal with conflict, conflict in marriage, and it was something like that or. And one of the pieces of advice uh, that really struck me was to diffuse the situation with humor. 
um, even in anger, to, to diffuse it with humor. And uh, it wasn't until that moment that I realized, like, oh, my gosh, that's what me and Shannon do. Mm-hmm. Every time we're angry at each other. Um, by the way, we've only probably been in less than a handful of actual fights in our entire yeah, like really intense. 20, 22 years. Um, we, so we, we have been in a handful of fights in the last month, so that's really great. We've just never been a, been a fighting couple. Um, but what I mean by diffuse with humor is like when I'm genuinely mad at her, I will <laughs> say something like, like, I don't know, what, what would we say to each other? It's it's kind of back to the anchorman humor. Like, I will slap you in public. I will... We kind of Would threaten you, each other. Please, everyone who's hearing this, go watch Anchorman <laughs> so you have context for what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible, but... Like, we, we threaten physical harm to each other and somehow... In the most loving and fun way. <laughs> e- even in legit anger, but somehow it, like, it moves and transforms into a funny moment. Mm. Yeah. Like if she's frustrated with me, she'll she'll like literally send me the the stab emoji, like the knife, like oh, I'm gonna stab, I'm gonna stab like, you. I'm gonna kill you. I love and, it. Uh, there's yeah. both a sense of humor and a sense of like, I'm seriously know? angry with you. Yeah. But yeah. And so we have that strange humor that lets us diffuse the situation, but also. And not immediately. Laugh, I laugh mean, like, we can ourselves. be angry for a while before we get there. It's not like we're in the midst of a heated argument. Like most we... of the time, it gets there pretty quick. We're usually I feel like, like we're arguing right now. Well, you're arguing. <laughs> no. um, I'm curious, like, Jeremy, you're obviously a creative, and you were mentioning, like, freelance life and trying to figure out all that kind of stuff like that. Um, I'm curious, at home, between the two of you, um, how how the you know the creative process sometimes can – um, have its highs and lows, right? When you're working on something and and it's defeating, it's just not working. Um, and I'm sure you see that a lot, Shannon. Uh, any advice you guys give to other like creative couples that are in the midst of those, those times? It's not a, it's not necessarily a fight, but it's like, man, we're, we're in a, a creative tension right now and how that can affect the family. Yeah. Um, there's certainly those highs and lows. It's hard as a creative because um, Shannon, you know, isn't in my industry, and so she doesn't fully understand. She does more understand than ever because now that she's essentially running her own company. She's self-employed. Like last year, the fears and the doubts and a lot of things she says as a real estate agent. I'm like, hello, welcome to my world <laughs> and my life for the last 13, 12, 15 years. Um, everything from, you know, the, the voices of doubt, the insecurity to the feast or famine to the no clients, then everybody loves you, then everything's quiet to the cheapest clients being all, all always the most high maintenance to, you know, things like, you know, just there's so many parallels. Um but uh, she always, I think, has a pretty good sense of uh, encouraging me when I'm down and keeping me humble when I'm too high. Um, although oftentimes I wish she would <laughs> encourage me even more when I'm down, you know, because we're, we're little sensitive souls, us, us uh, artists. And so, um, but I'd say overall she has a good sense and feel for, for those highs and lows for me. So our last question 
is the question that we're asking everybody um, that we're interviewing. Basically, is it? do you believe it is possible to both pursue your passions and dreams, uh, stay in love, and have a healthy family? Yes. Yes. We do, do you think it's the possible? End. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Expound on that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so we've been married 19 years this summer, and and I've always said this, but it just continues to be more and more true the longer we're in this marriage and family and um, getting older. When the phone rings, I want it to be Jeremy. Like, mm. he is my best friend, my favorite person. I love him more and more all the time. And the longer this life goes and the more memories we make and the more dreams we pursue, it's just, it's exciting and it's a great life and I don't want any other life. I'm so content and happy and satisfied and at peace. And I just, I wish everybody could know this. Um, I know not all marriages and I wouldn't say it's easy, but I mean, it definitely takes work and compromise, sacrifice in different ways. But um, I don't know. I choose him every day. I want I want to do this life with him forever. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah. I mean, I do think we can uh, happily check off all those boxes right now. I mean, we're obviously both pursuing our dreams. Um definitely have a healthy family has its ups and downs we are more in love than ever so yeah i think it's a resounding yes um granted i'm i'm nervous i'm nervous about the thing that i'm building as much purpose and passion i mean there can't possibly be more more belief in what i'm pursuing but also realizing i'm going from being a self-employed artist for you know 15 years to you know building that to titanic right now i'm about to have hundreds of employees and i'm going to be running a, a, a very very large corporation eventually maybe global um business and so i'm nervous about that because i don't want anything to change in terms of our dynamics right now so i'm gonna have to work really hard to protect that um yeah which we're very uh, aware of and so all all my decisions will be be really highly based around those things, keeping my priorities intact. And they already are. I mean, I turned down all kinds of things to be be at home with my family. And my kids have no idea how many, how much money I've turned down, how many gigs, how many, you know, whatever. Like, they are definitely the priority. And um, so I just try to, like, even today, to, today I turned down two amazing trips, you know. I turned down a week in Alaska with a bunch of other creative people because it just didn't it's not a thing that I had to do I want to do it but it's not you know you just have to be really careful about those decisions is that really worth a week away from my family um something I need to do does that push things further you know and you just have to really develop a good sense of saying yes or no to that stuff yeah I think uh, I think we navigate shifting things well to make sure those three things are being taken care of. So I have the funniest uh, wrap up on this, Andre, you're going to be like, I can't even believe you're thinking about this. And the two of you are going to be like, what is Jeff thinking about? So the, (laughs) so listen, the funniest thing about this to me is like, 
this whole project, I hadn't thought about it until you guys were just sharing about this and you were starting to talk about the hotel. So there's going to be people, whenever this hotel opens up, let's call it, I don't know, three, four years, whenever it's going to open up. I don't know how long it's going to be. And people, couples, are going to go to your hotel. <laughs> you are. What? This is real, right? I already know where you're going. There's going to be couples that go to your hotel. There will be, and then they're going to be surrounded by this, by, by literally an immersion of purpose. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah. An, sure, Im- sure. an immersion of purpose. And they're going to start evaluating what they're doing with their own lives. It's going to think about the questions that will emerge in couples, whether they're I'm guessing there's going to be a restaurant there or something. There'll be some kind of food or (laughs) we will feed the people. You will feed the people or in their hotel room. Right. They're going to be they're going to be seeing all this stuff. They're going to start to ask themselves this personal question. Mm -hmm. What am I doing with my life? Is does our as a couple, what are we doing that matters? You know, they're going to start asking all these questions and then they're going to have sex that night. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and okay. then and and literally babies will be born at the purpose hotel or babies will be <laughs> there will be babies that happen at that hotel and in the it. midst of it so it's like you have this contrast of the exact project that we're working on right now of asking this question of purpose and asking the question of family and anyway mm-hmm. this is so funny i don't know why i thought about all it this it all just all came together in this pretty beautiful pra- package, <laughs> all tied up with that bow. Have you ever thought about it like that, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, I've thought, you know, uh, on a on a darker note, I've thought a lot about how, um, you know, when pe- people do bad things in hotel rooms, you sure. know, um, I mean, from the darkest of trafficking, you know, there's all kinds of things, and so. I thought a lot, a lot about how when you when you access the internet, you know, you're going to be fighting against human trafficking um, hmm. through international justice mission. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just highly aware of what people do in hotel rooms and and the the darkness that can come. So, but obviously, uh, couples, you know, <laughs> having sex and enjoying themselves. <laughs> Jeff is uh, just that, trying to shed the light. Yeah, this is a positive. I'm seeing all the good. <laughs> That, I don't know that I've gone as far as thinking about the babies that would be born in, in our, or not be born in our hotel, but be conceived in the Purpose Hotel. It's pretty amazing. There'll be little Purpose babies everywhere one day. Purpose babies. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine 10 years from now that you meet this kid and, and the kid's like, yeah, I was conceived at your hotel. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing. That's so awkward. That's so yeah. awkward. But think about it. Maybe they go and they start the next charity water. You have no idea. That's right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for spending time with us and um, sharing some of your story. And, um, yeah, we, we, uh, we hope the, the story of the Purpose Hotel keeps expanding and that, um, and that the two of you, honestly, in the midst of all these ideas and journeys, that, that, um, that you grow closer together. We love you guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah, love thank y'all you. too. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, Bye. see you soon. And now it's time for the breakdown. Well, that was kind of singy-songy right there. Yeah, I, I can like sing. It. I used to I sing. Like so, Jeremy and Shannon. Jeremy's had quite the life of the entrepreneur, that is for sure. So many years of um, just working for himself, quitting jobs, moving from one thing, his one idea to the next idea. Um, and then, you know, Shannon kind of 
holding down the fort, being supportive. Uh, There's a story about just how she, I love how she's been the one that's been like, yeah, do it. Quit your job. Mm. Uh, which is which is really cool to hear because you don't always hear that. I think you sometimes hear as this other half being like, what about money? Yeah. What about, I'm worried, you know. And um, so I think that was really cool to hear just her like, go get it, do it. We'll see how this goes. But yeah. she she talked about just the adventure of it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she, that's the positive for her is, like, this is a life of adventure. And excitement, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's been um, kind of part of that journey with him in, in the exciting way and not looked at it as um, the what if something goes wrong. I think it's been right. really good. I, th- I know he kind of shared on a different side of that, though, of being a freelancer and the stress for finances and in the voices of doubt. And I think there's a lot of creatives that could have been listening to this, um, that wrestle with that. And that can really be a tension in marriage. If one of these people, um, is going out on this dream and not knowing what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's really hard. It's really hard. Um, they, I do like how they talked about just really kind of the goal that they or that they always want to be like including their kids in the dialogue Mm -hmm. of how their family is going so how family life is going and I think it's so it was really great to hear I think you know you and I often just talk about it between us right like Mm -hmm. how do you think these kids are doing do you think they're adjusting you know we do these like just you and I dialogues and I'm like man that was such good advice to just ask the kids how do you think it's going? Do you see your mom enough? Do you see your dad enough? Mm-hmm. What do you think about, you know, mommy working and mm-hmm. daddy working? Like Involve those questions. They see things that we don't see. Yeah. I just think it's so great. Jeremy said something uh, that he had turned down a couple things just recently. And I love that question that he asked in the midst of that. Is, is it worth being away from my kids for a week? Yeah. Is this experience worth that time away? Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, most things are not, Yeah. you know, um, so then it's got to be really, it has to have deeper meaning probably for him. And also like you and I talk about too, is it, or he said, is it, um, moving my business or forward or moving the Mm. project or what I'm doing like forward? Or is it just like, oh, this is connections and this is fun and this is friends, um, which there's a place for that, but. I think that's something you and I kind of talk about a lot of what we say yes or no to for your organization, especially is, is this going to positively help your organization? Mm. Um, or are we just doing it for the money, the show, the, you know, well, for, yeah, to be known and to way. be known. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was interesting. I really liked what Shannon said about some of his ideas she asked this question, which could be a really good question for people to ask each other. And is this the one idea that we had that we would be sad if we didn't do in the end? Like thinking about longer yeah, term and like looking backwards. Mm-hmm. And she looked at that, especially the Purpose Hotel project, which just seems daunting and huge. It, it's, it is, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. But in hindsight, she's like, if we didn't do this, if we didn't give it, even if it doesn't work, and even if it would all those things, like, if we didn't try this, we would be sad. Yeah, that was great. Um, 
So what were you thinking when I brought up that whole the purpose baby thing and that whole what were you thinking? I was thinking I know Jeff's going to try to find a way to talk about sex. No, listen. This is what you do. You thought hotel. Oh, sex. <laughs> this is what you do. It was so I don't know like You did wrap it up so beautifully. I thought I never what, it was just so I was sitting there thinking about this and I was like this is like on point for our podcast. Purpose babies. Purpose babies. I mean, think about it. if a baby is conceived in that hotel, the chances of them <laughs> becoming Pur- just some, their life Full will be filled purpose. with it was started with purpose. Lord have mercy. I do you see what I do? I can't wait to have people? this conversation with Jeremy in like 20 years. All right, y'all. That was the Lover Work Podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow us at Lover Work on Instagram. Bye. Bye.